Welcome to the Brand Design Masters podcast, the show dedicated to helping you build the skills you need to design bulletproof brands for yourself, your business, and for the clients and customers you serve. And now, here's Philip. I wanted to talk to you guys today about confidence. And I had some coaching clients this morning, and I also have been talking to my Brand Design Masters Guild and my previous Brand Design Masters Guilds. And one of the things that I've been hearing a lot about is confidence. And one of those things that has been, I think, really heavily influenced by COVID and our separation from each other and our not having access to places of work or agencies, corporations where we used to work or you know, our network of close friends meeting in person is that we don't have the kind of feedback, the kind of reflection input that we have to our decision making that we used to have. It is really, I think, having a detrimental effect on people. So I wanted to come on and talk about confidence a little bit today, and in particular, 10 ways that you can help build your confidence. One of the things is that really to make it today, you really have to have confidence. There's a lot of independent action and work that we have to take as freelancers, employees, digital entrepreneurs, in order to move our businesses forward. And to do that, you got to make decisions. And to make decisions, you have to have a little bit of confidence to put yourself out there. I feel like we're really having a crisis of confidence right now. People are feeling more isolated than ever. They feel like their meaningful networks are shrinking and that they might not be as close to the people in their network as they have in the past. Or they're feeling a little insecure about the decisions that they're making. They're a little unsure about the direction they're going or the goals they're setting or how they are approaching the work that they're doing and if they are making the right decisions. And so the question is, if you feel like you are a little less than confident in some aspects of your personal or your professional life, how do you get there? How do you improve your level of confidence? Well, I wanted to share with you today a number of ways that you can do that. Confidence is the biggest barrier for most people in terms of making decisions and moving their businesses, their personal lives, their careers forward. And so I want to share with you today a number of ways that you can build your confidence, methods you can use, actions you can take, mindset shifts that you can try to nurture to build your confidence. I'm also going to share with you a way at the end where you can build your confidence super painlessly and super fast. So you can expand that meaningful network that you have, develop some partners that have your back and really feel secure about the direction that you're going, the goals you're setting and the trajectory that you have in your personal and professional life. The first thing I want to talk about, number one of the 10 ways there's a lot of people think you're born with confidence. Granted, yes, maybe one out of 10,000 people is born with like this unwavering level of confidence in their life. But I tell you, most people are not born with it. Confidence comes from doing things. Confidence is built. You have to take an active role in building confidence for it to exist in your life and in your psyche. Everybody sucks when they do something for the first time. And to build confidence, you have to do those new things. You have to do them over and over and over again. You've heard the theory of 10,000 hours being what you have to hit in order to establish a level of mastery in whatever you do. I'm not saying it's 10,000 hours, but you do have to do things over and over and over to develop a level of confidence that you can do it. And it it really helps if you can associate yourself with someone who's been there before and done that. And I'm going to talk a little bit more about that in just a moment. But confidence is built. You have to take 
the risk. And you have to kind of suck at something <laughs> at the beginning in order to even take the first steps. Number two is you got to show up. You have to basically, they say that 90% of success is showing up. You have to be visible. You have to put yourself out there. Entrepreneurial life or the digital entrepreneurial life or the life of a freelancer is a very lonely existence. And COVID had, has made it even more so. It's really easy to hide. It's hide, easy to hide behind webcam and not to be visible. And if you want to succeed in business development, so getting more clients or succeed in networking, you really have to be visible. And the best way to get new business clients is word of mouth. But a lot of people are uncomfortable with being seen. I tell you, when I started my YouTube channel, the first 10, 15, 20 videos I did, I was terrified. I was so nervous. My mouth was dry. I stuttered. Had 10 million jump cuts because I was messing up so much. I felt so insecure, so exposed. But over time, as I published more and more and more videos, I got more and more comfortable in front of the camera and more and more comfortable talking to an inanimate object and doing that thing because it is not a natural thing in the beginning. And anything you do for the first time is not natural. So you have to do things over and over. But like I said, you have to show up. You have to start. You have to be visible. The next one I wanted to talk about was surrounding yourself with action takers. And this is a really, really important one. Because when you are isolated, if you work mostly alone, you are the victim of your own inertia, really. You make your own forward momentum. And that is all you have to go on. All you have to go on is the gas that is currently in your tank. Right? And so if you surround yourself with other action takers, other people who are goal motivated, who are moving forward, who are pushing themselves, who are advancing, something happens. And I kind of liken it to, here's an analogy. You know, have you ever seen those videos of when there's a motorboat or a speedboat going along and there's someone who is surfing on the wake of the speedboat? And so they can just keep along, keep up with the speedboat, even though they're not attached. They're just surfing on that wake. To a certain extent, surrounding yourself with action takers is exactly like like that. You are basically operating, being forward propelled by the inertia of the people around you that are moving forward as well. You don't have to rely on only your own energy in your tank to keep going, to stay fueled, to push forward. By associating yourself with other action takers and surrounding yourself as much as possible and staying connected with them, you can feed off of their energy and their forward momentum will influence yours. And by virtue of that, your confidence will increase because you are taking that action and feeling yourself moving forward at a faster rate because of the people that you surround yourself by. If you have any negative people around you or people who are can't rather than can people, nix them out of your life if you can because negativity sucks confidence out of you. If you surround yourself with people who are naysayers or can't people, that will suck confidence right out of you. So you got to do the opposite. You got to surround yourself with action takers because that will inspire you to take even more actions. Now, number four is one that kind of makes a lot of sense when you put the math of it together. You need to set goals and then you need to be accountable for those goals because confidence comes from accomplishment and accomplishments come from setting goals to do things. So if you don't set goals out for yourself, you never get to confidence. You never get the accomplishments and you never get to confidence. And I'm a big believer in setting 
tiny, tiny, tiny goals, like goals for the next hour, goals for today, big three items that you're going to make a little headway on today. Set a goal for today. Set a couple weekly goals. Set some bigger monthly goals, a quarterly goal. Set goals for the year every January. I'm a big, big advocate for setting goals because if you don't put it down in writing, if you don't set that goal down, you will never get there. I can guarantee you because goals have a way of disappearing. They can become very fleeting unless you have them in front of yourself all the time. I have my Q1 goals on my whiteboard in front of me. I have seven Q1 goals and I change those Q1 goals every quarter because I want my goals visible to me at all times. And then I have daily goals and project goals and stuff like that. There is a psychological accountability that you establish for yourself when you set a goal and write it down. What's even better is to share those goals with other people. Share them with the action takers that you're surrounding yourself with because that sets up a public level of accountability that will make you even more motivated to move and achieve those goals. If you don't have a close network of friends or network connections or partners that you can share your goals with that you trust. One thing you can do, and this is just a little hack, is that set your goals or a couple goals, one main thing that you want to do today and just post it on social media. Tweet it, post it on your Facebook update, post it on LinkedIn, said I'm working on you know, this logo for a client project in trucking today, whatever it is, and just put it out there, put it out there in public. Just that action, putting something out there and knowing you're knowing in your heart, the back of your mind will motivate you to move towards that goal better than if you hadn't told anybody or hadn't made it public. So I'm a big, big advocate of establishing some sort of level of accountability after you set your goals. Number five is don't compare yourself to others. Compare yourself to who you were yesterday. You can be inspired inspired by others. That's that's the kind of nomenclature uh, nuance that I encourage you to make. Instead of comparing yourself like, I'm not at this level. I'm not doing what he's doing. I'm not doing what she's doing. I haven't gotten there yet. My work sucks in comparison to blah, blah, blah. Instead of saying in comparison to, say, I am inspired by. I am influenced by. Because that sets up a goal. That sets up a target in the future where you are going to evolve to. Comparing yourself is nothing but demotivating, but is setting up aspirational targets is a place to get where you want to go. I talk a lot about being 1% better. I have a goal to be 1% better every day. If you set out a tiny, tiny, tiny goal, it's like compound interest. You put a dollar in the bank every day from the time you're five years old, you're going to compound interest and it's going to be worth a lot of money someday, right? And you can benefit from compound interest if you just set tiny goals for yourself and try to be 1% better every day. After 100 days, you're going to be 100% better. After a year, you're going to be 365% better. Small incremental improvements, just 1% better every day, just moving that ball forward just a tad and being consistent about it. Instead of comparing yourself from where you are now to someone who's five years down the road from you or 10 years down the road from you in terms of levels of experience, that doesn't help anybody. This episode of the Brand Design Masters podcast is sponsored by Bring Your Own Laptop. BYOL.me is a top tier Adobe application video training website featuring Daniel Scott. Daniel's a certified Adobe trainer and keynote speaker at the Adobe Max conference every year. At byol.me forward slash Philip, you can learn everything from the basics to advanced aspects of your favorite Adobe applications, all for one low monthly subscription fee. Visit byol.me forward slash Philip, P-H-I-L-I-P. Again, that's byol.me forward slash Philip.
I just know you're going to be amazed at Bring Your Own Laptops courses. Now, number six is to find new partners. And in finding new partners, you will learn new skills. Because when you set up partner relationships, when you let someone into your inner circle and share with them what your goals are, share with them what your skill sets are. If you are thinking, maybe down the road, we'll partner on a project together. Tell me about what you do. Tell me about what your towering strengths are. What kind of projects do you like to work on? And if your skill, is slight, skill set is slightly different or they're at a different level than you are, just describing, just learning about someone else and also describing what you bring to the table can help you see yourself in your own skill set with fresh eyes. Now, this is a little bit of a mindset thing in a way, because if you set up partnerships where you can take on a project which may have more deliverables than you personally can either deliver or th more things involved in it than you personally do, setting up partnerships and establishing those relationships can help you take and accept projects that are bigger than you usually would accept if they come your way. And it also helps you build your credibility when you take on and execute on projects like that. And building that credibility is accomplished accomplishments, right? Goals lead to accomplishments. Accomplishments lead to confidence. It also, when you associate yourself with partners and work projects with partners, it helps you feel bigger than you are by yourself. It helps you get the sense that you are not alone and that you are part of a larger whole, which gives you, again, a bit of a mindset shift, a little injection of mental power. So partnerships can lead to your sharing your skills with them, getting a fresh eye on what you bring to the table, but also learning new skills, skills of partnership, skills in whatever that other person is bringing to the table. Now, number seven is one that is maybe counterintuitive in terms of building your own confidence, helping others others succeed, what does that have to do with building your own confidence? Zig Ziglar, whose name you might have heard in the past, who is a, a marketing genius from the 30s and 40s, wrote a bunch of books. He had a very famous quote that said, you can achieve everything you want out of life by helping other people get what they want out of life. And I tell you, this is absolutely true. When you help others, it confirms what you know and what you bring to the table. Just like previous one where I was talking about partners and sharing what you know and what you can do kind of reaffirms what you bring to the table with fresh eyes. It's the same thing with helping others. By helping others, you're sharing your, no your knowledge, your skill set, your motivation with someone else to move them forward in their career, their business, their personal life. And in doing that, you are sharing your knowledge, your skills, your progress, your expertise, and that will build up a level of recognition of your own skills and self-worth in that activity of giving to others. And it's also amazingly good karma. And it also will make you feel really good about yourself by helping others succeed. It's operating from a place of empathy. Empathy is everything in design and branding. By establishing a level of care and willingness and desire to see other people succeed, it's the same thing of surrounding yourself with action takers. It creates an inertia that will pull you along with them. It it has the added benefit of highlighting internally what you're bringing to the table and the value that you have to people, which adds to a level and a sense of confidence. Number eight is celebrate your wins. When you set goals, when you have accomplishments, 
One of the things that's really important that we have a tendency to, to not pay that close attention to is recognizing when we have done something, recognizing when we actually have accomplished something. You have to take a moment, step back. You know, I do this thing, it sounds really dorky, right? But I do this. When I've done something that is a big accomplishment, sometimes I will actually physically pat myself on the back and say, good job, man, you nailed that one. And it's so silly, but it totally works. <laughs> because I work by myself 99.9% .9 of the time, except on Zoom and teleconference, right? And so I don't have someone patting me on the back. For the last year, it's really hard to get that level of congratulations or that level of acknowledgement when you actually do accomplish something. So I recommend that you take a moment, take five minutes after you have a win and just sit with it and just think about it. Think about that 1% that you achieved that 5%, that 10%, whatever that thing was, and revel in it. Really feel it because you have to internalize it. You have to record it in your being that you nailed something, that you got something done, that you moved that ball forward. Because unless you take that moment to record it, to etch it in your, your head, unless you do that, it's fleeting, right? You just move on to the next to-do list. Like you're looking at your to-do board and your checklist and you're like, oh, what do I have to do next? Or I gotta do this for this client. Or I gotta answer these emails. Or before you know it, you're right back into it and you haven't taken a moment to feel your success. Celebrate your own win. Put it on social, what you nailed. Same thing with accountability, right? Make it public. Congratulate yourself a little bit. You deserved it. You worked really hard for it. Don't move immediately on to the next thing. Next, invest in your success. And this is a very important one. One of the things, and I was talking to one of my partners about this yesterday, who's part of a mastermind that I'm in with peers. And I was saying to him, it's really amazing how we as branding and marketing people will talk to our clients and expect them to pay us to do brand design, packaging design, photography, illustration, sound work, whatever it is, motion design, whatever it is we do, we're trying to encourage them to invest money in us because we know that what we give them creatively is gonna move their business forward, whether that's strategy or writing or website or whatever. Invest in us because it will help you succeed. And we know that most businesses invest a good 20% of their revenue in marketing and business development every year. But then we as creative people, we don't do it. We don't do it for ourselves because, you know, we have to listen to ourselves. It's like, when are we investing financially, monetarily, 10%, 20% of our net annual revenue in building our business? right? Investing in knowledge, investing in new skills, investing in marketing, in building our business. We have to treat our, this is the crazy thing. So many creative professionals don't treat themselves as businesses. They see themselves somehow as a creative, like floating outside of the business world that they're constantly servicing and talking about and counseling other people to do. But we don't treat ourselves or act like businesses like other people act like businesses. That is a mistake because when I see people who do invest in their success monetarily and with time, concerted effort. Those are the people whose businesses move forward and grow faster. I see it in the guild all the time and I see it in people who are in my personal peer mastermind when they do that. I did a great um, interview with a woman named Anne LaFollette and she is now Art Maven. She, she teaches uh, courses on surface design and she came to that 
digital entrepreneurship role very late in life. She is a um, massive powerhouse. And when she left her very senior executive role at Old Navy, she had to learn entrepreneurship from scratch. So she took a ton of courses, five, ten, fifteen thousand dollar courses to learn digital entrepreneurship, you know, how to launch communities and how to develop a video course and things of that nature. She and she told herself, if I invest ten grand in this course, I've got I've got to take that knowledge of that course and I've got to turn it into at least 10 grand to make it worthwhile. That's 100% for 100%. And she did that. She invested, I think she told me, I, I, I don't think she mentioned the number actually in the podcast, but it was like she invested like $20,000 her first year out just in teaching herself. And now, four years later, She's knocking down like multiple six figures teaching courses in surface design to her community. And she's got a very vibrant community. She's got a number of courses up. Absolutely amazing story. So you definitely got to check out my podcast with Anne LaFollette because she's so, so inspiring. The whole reason I told you that whole story is because she's a perfect example of someone who invested heavily in their success and it catapulted her forward like unbelievably. So that's what I wanted to kind of throw out to you guys is that mindset shift for creatives, which is very difficult for some creative people to get their head around. I don't know why. Now, chances are many of you listening might have first come across me via my YouTube channel. Building my presence on YouTube has done more to build my personal brand than any other platform. So I want to share with you the one resource that was critical in growing my channel. It's a YouTube plugin called TubeBuddy. TubeBuddy is a freemium browser extension that you use to manage and optimize your YouTube channel videos. It saves a massive amount of time doing the mundane tasks like adding cards and managing your video descriptions. But it also provides incredible value through its video analytics, showing you data about your competitors' videos that's absolutely invisible without it. It also helps with adding metadata to your videos so they show up better in search. If you want to take your YouTube work to the next level, you have to get TubeBuddy. You can support this podcast by signing up through our affiliate link. Just go to TubeBuddy.com slash Philip Van Dusen. It's easy to remember. Just type in TubeBuddy.com slash Philip Van Dusen to check it out. By adding TubeBuddy to your video workflow, I guarantee you your channel will grow much, much faster. Just go to TubeBuddy.com slash Philip Van Dusen and sign up for TubeBuddy today. And so what is the best thing that you can do, in my opinion, to build your confidence fast? It's joining a mastermind. Because a lot of the things that I've been talking about through these 10 things are part of what masterminds do for you. And let me explain. And this is where I'm going to this is where I'm going to transition into talking about my mastermind guild, but I want you to stick with me on it. Even if you're not interested in the guild because I think the points that I'm making are really important for you to hear. A mastermind group is a peer group and essentially if you don't know what masterminds are. And they offer a combination of like brainstorming and education and networking and goal setting and accountability to help you sharpen your personal skills and your business skills. And you help other members succeed and those members help you succeed. You set strong goals and you work to achieve those goals. That's what a mastermind is. It's not a course, it's a networked group, okay? And what they bring you are a number of things. You get like an instant network overnight. When you join a mastermind group, 
you have however many people are in that mastermind you have an instant network of people who are action takers who are doing the same thing that you are and have the same goals for themselves that you do you are immediately overnight associating yourself with action takers and you have an instant network of partners who you can get to know personally and professionally this will lead to accelerated growth i have seen it time and time again i've run three guilds so far i am now filling guild number four I've seen it in my masterminds. I've seen it in all the masterminds that I've run. People move forward faster. They, you have goal setting. You get hold, held accountable to those goals. You find inspiration of people who are 5, 10, 20 steps ahead of you who are inspiring to you. You're not comparing. You're being inspired by, and they're sharing how they got there, how they did it, their knowledge, their skills, their resources, their partners, how they got there, and that will move you forward faster. The other cool thing, super cool thing for creative thing, people anyway in mastermind groups is feedback. You get feedback and validation around what you're doing. This is one of the things that when I got feedback about the guild that people told me that really wasn't in my selling spiel was confidence, is that people were dying for feedback and validation on their decision-making because they didn't have those trusted feedback filters. And it's because many of us are solopreneurs or distanced from our current environments, we're not getting that feedback and that validation. You also get immediate overnight project partners. So people who do things that you can't do that can either pull you into projects or you can pull them into projects. It's an amazing word of mouth, new business lead engine. People get jobs when they're in when they're in masterminds. And if it's beyond what they do, they share it with somebody else. A lot of new business and partnerships form inside of masterminds. You also get a level of clarity on what you're doing and what the actions are that you're taking and the goals that you have for yourself. And the whole thing is wrapped up and comes out in the end in a level of confidence that you've never felt before. That's the comment that I've gotten from most people coming out of the guild is that I'm leaving this with more confidence than I've ever felt before. And that happens literally overnight. Masterminds are the easiest way to build confidence. I am absolutely convinced. As I said, you tell your clients to invest in branding so their businesses can grow in the future. Most clients invest 20% of their revenue back into their business. They spend money to make money. That's what you tell them all the time, right? You gotta spend money to make money. Are we doing that for ourselves? So I'm encouraging you to invest time and money in your business so you can grow in the future. And masterminds, I believe, are the way to do it. They are the investment that I would encourage you to make in order to achieve your goals. So I'd ask you this question, when was the last time? When was the last time you actually financially invested in moving yourself forward at a faster rate in your success. When was the last time you spent 10% of your annual revenue on growing your business? Just 10%. Say you make $100,000 a year. When when was the last year you spent $10,000? If you make $50,000 a year, when was the last time you spent $5,000 in your growth? Think about that because that's what businesses do. Okay? That's what businesses do. A mindset of investment will lead to abundance. I'm absolutely convinced of that. If you were going to try to get the benefits that I've just described of a mastermind on your own, what would it cost you? Like, what would the investment be if you had to do it by yourself, right? You could go to a conference and you could try to meet nine people at that conference and get to know them and set up a relationship with them. So the conference would cost you maybe 3,600 bucks with travel and hotel and food and all that sort of stuff and the price of the conference, right? 
Plus, no one can do that right now because no one can go to conferences right now. And then you got home and you wanted to set up Zoom meetings, one-on-one -on -one Zoom meetings with those nine people to really get to know them, understand what they do, they can understand what you do, start to build a relationship. So nine people, maybe you got to meet with them six times to really develop that relationship. And your time's worth money, right? So if you do the math there, you're going to get into multiple thousands of dollars for your time and effort in building up that network, that trusted network. If you do both of those together, you go to a conference and then try to do it on Zoom afterwards, we're talking seven grand plus. Or you could do one-on-one -on -one coaching with me. I can get you there. I coach a lot of creative professionals in their careers, but my fees are... 297 an hour. And so 12, 13 hours of coaching with me to move you forward, we're moving on to four grand, right? So that's why I wanted to tell you about the Brand Design Masters Guild. The Brand Design Masters Guild is a paid mastermind group that I run. It's a 12-week program. There's 10 people in the group. It's very intimate. So it's me and nine other people. And we do 12 one-hour Zoom meetings over 12 weeks. It's a 12-week program. And in that 12 weeks, you get two personal hot seats where the entire group is focused on giving you feedback on your challenges and what you want to move forward with. And then you'll also have 12 one-on-one -on -one meetings with the other members of the group. So you have 12-hour Zooms as a group, and then you have 12 one-on-one -on -one meetings with other members of the group. Some of the members of the group you'll meet with twice, some just once. And then you'll get the recordings of all of the Zoom meetings if you want to go back and look at them later. You also get a super private Facebook group with only those 10 people in it, and you can post and do anything that you want there. There's no rules. You can do links, you can self-promote, whatever it is that you want to do, that happens in that group. And then you're going to get accountability and feedback and advice from me directly for at least 12 hours, plus you're going to get a one-on-one -on -one with me, which is an hour worth of coaching as well. And so I've run, as I said, I've run three guilds. And so there have been 27 people who are guild alumni and counting who have gone through this, uh, this experience. And the feedback that I've been getting has been just absolutely amazing. And you get that instant network of other professionals. You get motivation and accountability. You'll, you will absolutely improve your skills and knowledge in how to develop and market yourself. And you'll get t techniques for landing new clients and set up partnerships um, with other people to land new work. One of the things that I have noticed is that when people make a psychological and financial commitment to join a mastermind group or invest in themselves deeply in some sort of educational thing, things start happening. It's almost like there is a, I know it sounds very woo-woo, right? But there is something that when you make that psychological shift and that financial investment, it manifests itself in real life. Things start happening. I had a member who landed in the National Bank as a client before she even started, launched her agency formally. This happened during the Guild. I had a member land a $20,000 project with a fashion client and then hired another member of the Guild as a subcontractor. This is all happening within the Guild. I had a member who was engaging in a 70, with a $70 million company and was preparing an $80,000 proposal and also engaged three other guild members to work that project. And here's the other thing. People in the guild span the gamut. We have people who are sometimes just starting off, people who are very advanced. I've had people come in who are just right out of school, who have zero clients and left with five clients. I have someone who came in who had never charged more than $5,000, $6,000 for a project before. And when she left the guild, she had just sold her first $18,000 project. 
project. And so she had never sold strategy before and she took a $6,000 project and she upsold it to 18 via strategy deliverables. So the price for the guild is $14.97 for the 12 weeks. It's $14.97. And if you go to philipvandusen.com mastermind, there's a little information form that you got to fill out that gives me the information that I need to understand your business and what your goals are. And then we set up a Zoom because I interview everybody one-on-one -on -one before they get to enter the guild. So I curate this group very tightly. And so if you go to philipvandusen.com mastermind, you'll get taken to a jot form. The, the enrollment closes April 18th. There are a few spots left. I would love to have you as part of it. Just remember, if you try to do this on your own, it's going to cost you a hell of a lot more than $14.97. I guarantee you. You know if to get where you want to go, you really have to have the confidence in your decision making and your plans. And you also know, just like any other business, you have to invest in your success. And the best way to grow your confidence, in my opinion, is by joining the guild. I've seen it time and time again with 27 other people that this has been a positive experience. And so if you go to philipvandusen.com mastermind, you're gonna get taken to a, a jot form. It's, a, it's a, about an eight question form and you will fill it out with some basic information about your business. And then if you affirm at the end that you might be interested, it's not, you're not actually hitting purchase. You're just saying, you know, you're open to the idea of investing. We'll set up a one-on-one -on -one Zoom and we'll discuss it. And then we'll get you in on the Guild, which would be totally awesome. That's, you know, what I wanted to share with you today. I hope you really enjoyed this and got something out of my musings about confidence. It's been awesome. I hope you guys um, take care, stay healthy, and I will see you next time. If you'd like to help support the Brand Design Masters podcast, please rate and review us on iTunes or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Also, if you want to stay up to date on all our content, products, courses, and live video shows, head over to philipvandusen.com muse and sign up for the Brand Muse newsletter. That's where we share all the latest news, resources, articles, books, and videos that we recommend to help you build and improve your creative practice, personal brand, and business. That's philipvandusen.com muse, M-U-S-E. Thanks again for listening. Bye for now.